when we look at this uh, gospel reading, Jesus ends up with this, with this reading with, so be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. So when we strive for that perfection in Jesus Christ, he expects us to strive for something not natural, but supernatural. To love even your men enemies. You know, um, the natural and human inclination is to say, though, that's just not natural. Yeah, it's not natural. It is not natural to love your enemies. It goes against our human nature to love even our enemies. But God has raised the bar for us, for those who believe, to love even our enemies. And actually, it is a commandment of God to love our neighbor as ourselves. That means we got a cross to carry. Because to love even your enemy means that you will suffer. So how do you do that? How do you love your enemies that way? Well, first of all, we have to have the right frame of mind. We can't have a natural way of thinking. We have to have, in order to do supernatural things, we have to have a supernatural way of thinking to prepare ourselves to accept that burden, to accept the burden of that cross, to suffer for the sake of humanity as Jesus Christ has done for us. And so God does ask us to do something Jesus never said, follow me, do everything perfectly, and you will be perfectly loved. That, that, that is not what the Bible says. Um, we're fooling ourselves if we think, if you just do things perfectly, everything will be perfect. No. Jesus himself, the perfect man, was perfect. And they put him to the cross. And so we have to be willing to accept that burden. So the frame of mind that we approach is to say, it's okay that I suffer for the sake of God. If we're okay, if we approach our suffering with, it's okay, God is with me and God will provide. It makes that suffering reduced much easier. And then in trusting in God and in trusting into that, God provides. We might suffer, and that suffering might be very real. Okay, it's, it's not like, oh yeah, we'll suffer, but it'll be okay, and then it's, it's kind of like we're really not suffering. No, that suffering will be real. You're guaranteed that. The devil knows us, and he knows where to get us. He knows where to get us that we will be the most painful. Right? And that's really when it comes down to it, as we prepare, if we're going to prepare for Lent, Lent is coming up, a death to self. Are we willing to die to ourselves for the sake of Christ? Because we're not doing it necessarily just for the other person. 
You see, when we love our neighbor as ourselves, it's not for their own sake. Because if we love them just for their own sake, when they get on our nerves, our patience is going to be gone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> How many times we were like, okay, I'm going to be patient with this person, and it's just like, it's gone. It's because a lot of times we're approaching it in our own mind for the sake of the other. And it's merely for the other. But rather, when we do it out of love for Christ, that gives us more stability to be able to persevere in faith in the midst of suffering. To give ourselves and our whole heart, mind, and soul for Jesus Christ who lives in the other. And when we recognize Jesus Christ living in the other, when we're loving others, we're loving Jesus Christ. See, that's the difference between Mother Teresa and Princess Diana. Mother Teresa loved even those who persecuted her. And there were people who were persecuted, especially as she began her ministries. There are a lot of people who didn't understand what she was doing, and especially those in India. They're like, what are you doing? They were angry with her. It took a long time for them to be open that she was simply trying to love. Simply trying to love. Because that's what we do as Christians and as Catholics. To simply love. It's not condoning evil. That's not what it's about. It's not about being a doormat. It's about going out of our way. What's interesting um, to find out, when you think about it, you know it's true. Love is offensive. Not, it's not like offensive, like you hurt me. It's offensive. In other sense, it goes out. It goes out to pursue the good of the other. It is active. It is not passive. It is not defensive. Because defensive is it's self-preservation. It's defense. Defense is self-preservation by nature. And so it is concerned with the self. Right? So you don't want to be preserved to self, but to go out, to be offensive, to go out and to seek the good for others. That's what it means to be a light to the world, right? When you're defensive, you're putting the bush, the light under the bushel basket, and then the light doesn't shine. But when you seek the good for others, then the light shines. Uh, an example I might give to a child might be when you take out the garbage without being asked. Then their light shines. I struggle with that. A lot of times I have to be asked because I'm oblivious. <laughs> a lot of times I'm just oblivious of what's going on. So, uh, But to go out, to go out of your way to do good for others, even when they have done evil to you. And sometimes that's what that other person needs. Because isn't that our human nature? We're afraid we shrink back. And by shrinking back, we offend. 
and they offend us because they're shrinking back because they're afraid afraid of what I don't know but when you go on offense and go out to serve it can break down those defenses and you discover love and neighbor so love is healing to live the supernatural life is hum- is healing not just to the individual but to the society as a whole to the society as a whole to seek the good that's exactly what our community that's exactly what our society needs is people who are willing to go on the offense with faith to go on the offense with love and kindness and goodness because it is only this kind of thing this faith that we have that is brought out into the world that can bring the healing to humanity that it needs it is God's plan of goodness and holiness it is God's plan to transform the world 